And look at that, guys. Just like that, we are officially live. It is Season 2 of UK Cowboys TV. And we're coming live. Uh, so every Thursday, 9pm, uh, this is where you'll find us. So everyone can get involved, get talking, get joining with us. Uh, and this week, to kick things off, we've got... Uh, two of the, the main stars of UK Cowboys TV. We've got Mr. Paul Stewart and Mr. Graham Wilson. How are we doing, guys? Uh, yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. A little yeah. bit of a hiccup early on, but we finally got there in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Jim. are live and kicking. Yeah, live and kicking. Yeah, like you say, <laughs> we, we were supposed to start uh, on the dot at nine, but like Paul said, we it, just a, a small snag and we had to try and figure our way around it and uh, as they say we've we managed to find a way to make a square peg fit a round hole as they say yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, also going forward guys just so you know uh, Brian uh, is taking a team as well uh, he'll be on uh, during the season on Mondays uh, where he will do a post game show basically uh, looking at what went right what went wrong Living the highs and the lows with everyone. Um, but yes, this week we're getting into the news and a bit of camp. Uh, football is back, guys. How are we feeling about that? Oh, I'm so happy, man. <laughs> something to actually talk about, something to be excited for. Yeah, yeah. You know? Very true. Uh, my wife, as she turned around and said, Well, that's it, I've lost you until Christmas now. And I'm like, Well, sorry, it's football season, isn't it? You know? <laughs> Um, but yeah, we'll get into uh, everything going on. Yeah, and that's why I'm single. <laughs> oh, mate, don't be like that. We all love you. Um, but yeah, um, okay, guys, we'll get into some camp talk. Uh, we'll start off, first of all, uh, looking at some injury updates. Um, and I'll get what your opinions are on it all guys uh so first of all injuries we know we've got uh tyron smith out with a with a hammy although he was back at camp today dressed and uh doing some sideline work uh lyle collins same thing car injury but he was on the sideline today uh doing some work uh cam irvin he's still out uh, with an illness uh sean lee that's undisclosed jordan lewis with the knee and a big one that happened today mitch hyatt got carted off the field uh, with an injury. So, um, anything to add on the injury front, guys? Don't think so, mate. Don't think so. I mean, it just it, it highlights, you know, that it's a contact sport and players go down all the time. You can do all the stretching in the world, but sooner or later, somebody's going to come up with an injury or two. Um Putting it, I mean, looking into the doom and gloom for a minute, you see this all the time in players that hold out of contracts. You know that they they sign their contract, say, or they sign their they sign their tags on week four of the preseason. They come into the first game of the season, not football ready, chucked in at the deep end, and before you know it, they've ripped a hole in their ACL and they're out for the season. So, uh, I think we need to prepare for the fact that there's a lot more players. Um, going to face IR and particularly a, 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 a like a part of the season now injured 
Um, and we don't forget, we got lucky with Zeke Elliott having played the whole season when he had his holdout. So um, yep. just be thankful for that. But there will be players that go down week one of the season because quite simply, they're not ready. You know, they haven't had the, the tackles in pre-season and so on. So um, watch out for the injuries week one, unfortunately. I, I, I go as far to say like the first four weeks are going to be a killer. You're going to see some soft tissue injuries going on in the first three, four weeks, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's going to be. I mean, I, I, I don't want to be doing gloom, but that's yeah. just it's just it's just what we're going to have to deal with with COVID nineteen. You know, we all want football, so if whatever way we can get the NFL and the NFLPA to to talk to each other, we have to be all for it because let's face it, we don't have much choice. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, there is that. I mean, though, of everything, I know because we've been away uh, for the last three weeks, getting everything ready. Doing that didn't matter anyway because we still messed up tonight. But we were getting everything ready for season two. Um, so one of the big things we missed during the reporting is, of course, a big injury was uh, the Gerald McCoy injury. I mean. I know. I, I, my missus, she asks me every night when I come home. She's like, oh, how was work? And the only thing I could come up with was Gerald McCoy tore his ACL. And she was like, okay, that has nothing to do with work. I was like, no, I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sucks. It's such a shame. Because, you know, it was one of them things where, um, you know, we all know what it could have been and what could have been. And we just didn't get the chance to see that come off. I think that's the biggest killer. But yeah. in light of that, and I know Paul will like this, and we'll we'll, we'll get into it as we look at, at at Camp Stars. One of the big things that Paul will uh, like, or not like, because you can't say you like an injury. That, that's the wrong thing. But from that, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Two players. One, number one, Tristan Hill is developing nicely. And, uh, of course, Paul Stewart's number one guy. <laughs> the Canadian bulldozer. He's uh, developing as well. Um, reports coming out saying he learned a lot in the brief time he had with Gerald McCoy about uh, trusting the process, about um, knowing, you know, listening to the coaches uh, and going through and worth ethic, worth work ethic. Get that out know, in a minute. Um, but what what do you make of the development of the defensive tackles, the younger guys, Paul? Because I know you're the, you're the defensive lineman, yeah. What are you making of it, especially Neville Gallimore? I've been saying it all along about Neville, regardless. I'm telling you, man, he is going to go back <laughs> when it comes to the Cowboys. Like, and not just that, like, like I, I, we were just talking about this before we went live. Mm-hmm. We just saw the new squad photos. I've never seen a player so happy looking in his squad photo <laughs> before, like the Neville Gallimore. Like, honestly, like, he just looks so happy just to be part of the Dallas Cowboys. And... And from what everyone's talking about, from Dave Hillman and everybody at the Cowboys headquarters and that, that they're saying he's, he's been really impressive. And to my surprise, Tristan Hill, what the hell? Um, I never thought, I'll be honest, I doubted he was going to make a comeback, but apparently he's definitely stepped up his game and he's definitely, um, what's the word, um, Making people eat a lot of humble cherry pie, like cherry, like humble pie. Humble cherry pie. Like, just eating a humble pie, you know. So like, I don't know. I don't know, mate. I'm just. 
It's it's been a long day. <laughs> you know, it's, it's amazing. But you what, know what I mean. Well, I'm picking up what you're putting it, down. It's amazing what happens to your attitude when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know. Uh, the the thing is, is I I I was trying to say this. I I don't know if you remember from season one, like last year. I was saying like defensive tackle, especially you've got to let them develop. Like not every defensive tackle that comes in the first year is an instant, you know, playmaker, play star. You know, a guy who's relevant and you want on your fantasy team. It doesn't work that with every position. Defensive tackle, especially. You know, these are college kids, and all of a sudden they're in a you know a man's game. You've got to give them time to develop. You know, and I, I, I'll say it every time. Give it three years. Every player, always, no matter what position, give them three years. That will let you know what player they're going to be. Yeah. 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 I agree. It always, it always helps though. Uh, your attitude and your your drive towards getting better when you add yeah. Don Terry Poe, Gerald McCoy, Everson. <laughs> you know, the list goes on and on and on. And he must have at one point he must have thought, hold on a minute. I better start improving or I'm out the door. It's <laughs> as simple as that. I think that's what he really did need, though, for how, like, how it just, like, all these names that were coming in, he's like, crap, I'm pretty much, I'm got the back against the door, the back against the wall here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need, I, need, I need to get myself sorted here and make sure I, I perform and, like, really turn up. And, yeah, but... Based on what everyone's been reporting, he's been he's been impressing everybody, and even Mike McCarthy. So, yeah, yeah. All right. So what I thought we would do, right then, guys, is since we're halfway through camp, we'll look at our camp stars and the guys that um, have stood out, and guys who we want a bit more of, and then we'll touch on, as you can see uh, over there, what we got in store on content, so you can see what the last thing's going to be, which is be quite controversial so first of all i'm going to get from you guys give me your top five uh camp stars so far the first five guys that have stood out for you um i'll start with you great go on your first five guys you you can't ignore it cd lamb yeah you know CD, he's coming to he's coming to a star-studded offense and um it wouldn't be the first picture i've seen where he's making one-handed catches <laughs> Um, touchdown catches. Um, you know, if if his if his attitude continues all the way through the season, we've got a potentially another thousand yard receiver in our hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I, I'll admit, I I will be absolutely amazed if we get all of them over a thousand yards because, like I like I keep saying continuously, there's only one ball. Um, but if we can get CD Lamb to a thousand yards, ten touchdowns. Wow, what a, that would be some draft pick. Absolutely, so mm-hmm. early in his career as well, because um, he he will face single coverage the whole season. Because if you sleep if you sleep on Cooper, he'll burn you. So I'm gonna go straight off the bat, CD Lamb. Honestly, like for it comes to CD Lamb, I'd be more than happy if he even just gets like 600 yards. Like even for as a rookie, that's still pretty good. Yeah, for a yeah, rookie. absolutely. Especially yeah. a wide receiver. Like like I was just saying now, like when we were talking about the Tristan Hill thing, giving them time to develop. Wide receivers even more so. Like their fruition period, if you like, where, you know, they're at their peak is usually like about 28, 29 years of age. Yeah. And, you know, this kid is in his first year. And like you say, you're going to get, 
I reckon you'll get more than six or seven hundred yards out of him, without a doubt. And yeah. here's, here's the sneaky thing that people keep forgetting is how big a target CD Lamb is. Sure, he's he, you know he's quick, he's efficient, good route runner, doesn't drop a ball, good um, high point in the ball as well. But something that is being um, that keeps getting overlooked, if you like, uh, that's going under the radar with him is what sort of target he's going to be in the red zone. He's an extra red zone target. Yeah. And that was a place where the Cowboys failed the most, was in the red zone. And all of a sudden, you've yeah. got Amari Cooper. You can in, include uh, Gallup in, in that as well. You know, there's a guy who gets overlooked in the red zone. I think a lot of the, yeah. the, the red zone deficiencies from last year was just bad play calling. And then you add C.D. Lamb to the mix in the red zone. <laughs> How are you going to stop it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean... Just by power of deduction, Lamb will see the third cornerback because mm-hmm. you would imagine that Cooper will be marked up with your with your stud basically, and then you'll have Gallup on the outside. Even if they move Cooper inside, you know it, it depends. You're going to see really quickly whether it's man or zone because they're not going to let Cooper wander all all over the field and end up you know in in, in the end zone wide open. So um, yeah, <laughs> get ready for the red zone because it's going to be sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, it still baffles me that how when you look at all the players that we've got, and you include Witten, you know, from last year, who's absolute phenomenal in the red zone. I know we've wavered off camp a minute, but we'll come back to it. It still baffles me. I think it was sequencing more than anything where they failed. But you look at the red zone and you think, this team should be one of the most efficient teams in the red zone when you include the weapons that they had last year. Yeah. Um, but, okay. Um, Paul, you give me a next player that has... Um, that you've seen that, that's really burst on or, or impressed you the most at camp so far. I'm right out with it. Alden Smith. Yeah. Hell Straight yeah. out the bat. Straight out the bat. For a guy who's not really played a snap in five years to go into camp and just be f- so physical. Like, we knew what shape he was before even football started. He's been working his butt off. Yeah. But, but it comes to get, like, getting reps at a, like, one-on-ones against the O-line or just doing whatever, like, full team drills, whatever. The fact that he's out there, he's performing, he's, he's I think he's more likely the one that's been causing all the injuries to the old lineman at the point. I'll be honest with you, but but if, oh man, I I just hope we we can actually get him like like get him starting. Like I'll be honest, man. Like I'm really in, like enjoying seeing what is coming out of him right now. Yeah, and and even all the coaches, all the coaches are praising him. So yeah, definitely for me, Alden Smith has been like for me the number one standout. Because uh, like, don't give me an eye like like to see the lamb like offensively. I but you know me, I, I love defense. So, but the guys like there's other guys that have stood out, but I'll go, get to them later. But for me, number one is Alden Smith. Yeah, Alden Smith for me. Yeah, uh, yeah they've, been... they've looked at. Go on, you go, Gray. Sorry, mate. They've looked at the the weaknesses on the defense, and D line was definitely one of them. And they've they've spent an awful lot of money, and they've. Um, they've invited a lot, an awful lot of 
second chance into it, if you know what I mean. And like Paul saying, Alden Smith has grabbed it with two hands and one cleat. You know, he he, um, he has he has every single chance to start. You know, to come in and dislodge somebody that's been there for an awful long time. Mm. Um, the money won't be huge either, which is another yeah. another great incentive. You know, he can even if we can get. Imagine the Cowboys rotating that kind of talent. You know, we went we went through most of last season going. You know, where's the sack going to come from? Um, Tanks getting yeah. he's getting chipped and double double covered all the time. You know. And the the effectiveness teams, wasn't yeah. coming. Yeah, double teams, and there wasn't any effect anywhere else. But see if we can rotate Crawford, Smith, Tank. You know, it's only going to keep them fresh, and further down the line, especially once we hit December, that will be huge for a, for a unit not, that that struggled last year. And not to mention, if bear in mind, tomorrow is the deadline for this, is Randy Gregory. We still not heard anything about that, but if we even get him back on that squad, we may actually have the most stacked defensive line unit in the NFL, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I see where you're going. I, I personally, by the way, the narrative's gone with him. I think, I don't know. I don't want to say it because I, it sounds like I'm just being negative, but we'll keep our fingers crossed. I'll just say that. I'll just say that. Well, just, just I know I'm kind of going off a bit, but just to put this perspective, August 9th is when he put that last tweet out to that NFLPA agent. It's yeah. now been 18 days later and nothing yet still been happened yet. Mm. So, I don't know, man. I, I, I want to see Gregory get an asking chance because we all know when he's on the field, he's an absolute mayhem yeah. when he's on the field. But, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't see it happening, unfortunately. I don't want to. We, wanna, we I talked off here, Paul, about it, and I just go on, Greg. I, I just wonder if they've waited this length of time because he is coming back, and they've waited this length of time in case he screws up. Like for instance, if if they reinstate him on the tenth, and he ends up arrested with a bag full of something on the 11th it makes them have egg on their face yeah. so I just wonder if they've left it that little bit of length of time I mean it's pretty poor if they come out with one hour to go and say yeah you're not getting back in you know if if he wasn't I don't know it, 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 do you know what? See with the league, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> and and it is it, it, it is I mean, the Dallas yeah. Cowboys too. If it's a, if it's gonna happen to a team, it'll yeah. happen to the Cowboys. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Um, everyone hates us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um so here's my one is uh Greg Zerline. Can't argue with the guy. Oh Greg Leg, yep. Yeah, 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 can't argue with that. He's Greg not, the leg. not missed one yet. No, and last uh, one yet. Uh, and as of today, uh, checking on reports, he went six of six with a longest of forty-eight. Um, and really, what yeah. you're looking at is, yeah. uh, you know, the short the short field stuff should be automatic. Where a, a, a kicker really is making his money is that forty-yard distance. Um, that seems, you know, yeah. And and he, he's striking them. You know, they they've been building about building, and now. Today he's been doing the forty yards, and and bear in mind as well. Don't forget, right, that when they were in training camp, um, they don't hit regular field goal posts. They're narrower, 
um, which is obviously done on purpose. So yeah. he, he's hitting. Just that was, I, that, uh, well, 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 just to follow up on that, when you mentioned about the goalpost, that's thanks to Dan Bailey. Like, uh, the, if you took a tour in the star in Frisco, yeah, yeah, it was Dan Bailey who specifically said, "I want narrower goalposts because it makes it like there shouldn't be no excuses to yeah. hit a wider target a when it comes to, comes to it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. Yeah, yeah, for that one, the the contract was the telltale that they were going to go with Zerloin. Um, yeah. Thanks, thanks to to Forbath, he came in and took over and was well above average. But yeah, he did a great, great, did a great job for he us. He did a he did a, a great time. job. But Zerloin yeah, yeah. is Zerloin is talented, and I think we've said on the show that um, last year was a bit of a blip, and the Rams have got cap problems and all that kind of stuff and they, they've taken advantage and um, he's back with his special teams coach who mm. knows him inside out and he's nailing field yeah. goals so it's looking good it's looking good yep yep yeah yeah there's a lot of good from uh, a lot of good familiar faces for players to kind of like get the best out of them mm. and as well i think another good thing yes, for greg is the fact that with the cowboys he's kicking in a dome and i think He's he is a kicker suited for that sort of because you know kickers some prefer artificial turf some prefer it outdoors some prefer a bit of wind. I think for Greg, he's it's ideal that he's indoors. I think he's that type of kicker, you know. But moving yeah. on to mm. uh, and it'll be nice to have a kicker that can kick field goals and extra points. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and don't forget as well. An important... sorry, sorry, that was a cheap shot. Cheap ah, shot. no, we, I, I, we don't mind it. We know where you're going. <laughs> but I tell you another big thing uh, that I like to add with Greg Zerline is also his kickoffs. You can't forget that part either. He can blast that ball. Mm. Oh yeah. So mm. that, that's a little underrated factor when it comes into kickers that you've got to take into account but give me your next guy then uh gray who's the next guy on your hit list that you've enjoyed or hearing or reading about or think has impressed so far in camp trevon diggs oh yes trevon diggs just, just to add on top of that that's that's who my next player was going to be so oh, was it? The two yeah so <laughs> I mean, a Cowboys player making an interception. How refreshing is that? <laughs> well, not just an interception. He's, I mean, had a, it, he's had a pick six. In all seriousness, it, you know, see with him and I'll not say his name just in case Paul's got him on his list, but that unit has taken a serious jump. If, if we have to project the season on simply training camp, they, there are, there all of a sudden there are some ball hawks in that unit, mm. you know. And, and this is, it, I, as far as I'm aware, it's Dak Prescott throwing the ball. It's not Andy Dalton, as far as I'm aware, because as far as I know, the run, the ones run with the ones. So, um, you know, it's it's not like a backup. That's, I mean, these guys are coming up and taking the ball away. Um, which, oh God, it's a breath of fresh air, isn't it? <laughs> Unbelievable! Um, oh, God. Yeah, not, big time, big time. The, see, overall, the D seems to be on a serious arrow up. Yeah, 
big time. Um, when you look at camp so far, if you was to turn around and say, like, who's been better office, offense or defense? Defense at the moment in camp are winning it hands down. Yeah, we'll, we'll get on to that. But, um, yeah, absolutely. couldn't agree more. Couldn't yeah. agree more. All right, then, Paul, give me your next uh, camp star. Who's your camp star so far? Well, it was uh, going to be Trevor and Diggs there, but um, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, it would be an RD lineman. That's uh, uh, Bradley, eh? Yeah, yeah. Having a bit of recent success so far. Yeah, he's turning it up big time. Dead. Was it three sacks? Three sacks on deck today. And just a ton of pressure, just absolutely yeah. pressured him. I mean, you know, we, we, we'll move on to the O-line uh, a bit later when we move on to the negatives. But, yeah, he's definitely impressing when he's been given the chance, mate. Do you think, though, he's going to be rotational piece or just special teams? What do you think? I think, he, like, the way he's going right now, he can definitely be in rotation, for sure. Like, he brings a different dynamic. Like, obviously, like, he's got more speed than the other defensive linemen do, which they have more physical strength. What Ane has, he's just got so, like, his hand speed is ridiculous. Like, if he can, like, see if you give him in a couple of years' time, like, again, like, just give him more of that strength level, he could be quite way up there. But, but I think the way how he's progressing right now, I think he could definitely be part of the rotation. Like, be like a... Um, a different like a particular series during during the game if they're like crossing away or whatever like for like second down or whatever and that just to get the rotation in depends but but yeah I definitely see Bradley and Ail actually like he'll be involved in special teams for sure like just to get more game time yeah for sure but I definitely think he will definitely be in rotation okay yeah absolutely agree with Paul um particularly from today's practice. Uh, they, they talk about flash, you know, uh, special teams players and outsiders have to flash in front of their coaches to, to get anywhere. Uh, just from today's practice, a likelihood of two to three sacks from an A to D. So um, on, on that evidence, absolutely stick them in the rotation because not only do you put another piece in there, it takes it takes reps away from players that can put more in uh, when they do get on the field, so if we can, if we can take Tank off the field for, uh, I don't know, maybe an odd second, an odd second down, and put him back on for third down, um, it's only going to keep him fresh. Yeah. Um, so like the, 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 the way I see it as well, I think uh, how we use Bradley as well could be situational, depending who the tackle is in front of him. If he's at, like, see for exact example. If we were to play against the Jets, for example, right against, and you had Mackay Becton, who we saw that photograph of him alongside with one of the wide receivers for the Jets the other day on NFL's post and yeah. stuff like that. It was like Andre the Giant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, like, so when you've got size and power, lacks the speed perspective. Like, don't give it for a big guy; he can move fast. But when you've got a guy like a knee who can actually use him as an advantage, use him as more of the speed guy yeah. to drive the, the big guy out so that it opens up the field for the do nose tackles as well. Mm -hmm. So there's that does that game plan of rotation play how you rotate rotate plus in out your actual line that that way. So play play to your strengths pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
totally with you. Um, so we'll move on to the next guy. I know we mentioned Tristan Hill already. That was going to be one of my guys. Um, so how about my next guy? Like, do I go? Do you want me to go obvious or under the radar camp star? I think, I, I think we'll go obvious for the time being. Obvious. And leave the, the, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll do the, the next time I wheel round. I'll go for somebody who's a little less known. So I'm going to go with Cheeto. Um, this guy has come on loads. Um, he's actually getting to the ball, hands on the ball, batting the ball a fair few times as well, where they've been doing um, red zone and goal line drills. Um, Dak has been targeting Blake Jarwin, and a fair few times, um, most of the time, Cheeto is winning that competition and getting the ball away from him batting the ball down. He's had a, an interception as well, uh, which is good to hear. So it sounds like, to me, he could be turning a corner and developing. I don't know what you guys heard from the the, the news out there on uh, Cheeto, but what, what are you guys thinking on uh, his development so far? I'll be perfectly honest. I've actually not really heard that much. Um, I, I'll be perfectly honest. Like, I... I keep hearing more about obviously with Trevor and Diggs to be yeah. honest, but but I think that's kind of more disguised in the fact that I've not really heard much about uh, like how like Cheeto's actually progressed in that. But um, but yeah, but you know me though, I I, I think focus more on the front line type of stuff, so I can't really comment too much. But mm-hmm. I don't be surprised if he starts, yeah. which. For for me, it would be a huge step on last year, um, because I don't know about you, you Mike, but I haven't heard a great deal about Jordan Lewis. He's I don't injured. know if he's he's injured. He's, he's injured. Yeah. Well, there you are. There's every opportunity for a Woozy to step in, play play alongside Brown, have Diggs in the rotation as well. Um, but yeah, I, I I've I've always been a supporter of a Woozy. I think he's I think he's got talent there. And it's almost as if the they're allow they're allowing him to play the way he wants to play now. Uh, I've I've seen more than one report say they're just letting him be who he wants to be, as opposed to turning him into a particular type of zone or man or whatever it was. Um, not too clued up on the the whole protection type thing, but um, they're they're allowing him to be what he wants to be. And I mean, you can't chart it any more than interceptions. Because that's that's effectively what they're there for. They're there for turnovers. You can bat a ball down all day, but it's turnovers that help win games. Yeah, yeah, and I, that was something that was on the uh, you know, that even um, you know, all the coaches were talking about when they came in. The, there was an emphasis on turnovers for the defense. So, um, yeah. I, I'm hoping this Dallas defense does come on. I mean, I've taken them in my fantasy draft. Uh, for defense, um, but yeah. it's it's everything's pointing up. Everything is pointing up with them. But give me your next guy, then Gray. We're wheeling back round. Who's the next guy on your list? Um, it's it's now it now starts to to muddy a little bit because you know you expect from Coop, you expect from Zeke, and all that kind of stuff. We have got a star studded. Offense, so um, I mean, could you go with Everson Griffin? You know, he's, he's he's come in, he's come into the fold fairly late, and 
it wouldn't be the first time I've I've seen him destroy a tackling dummy. You know, yeah. he, he looks hungry enough. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't know if you guys have seen the the video on NFL Network, but he rips into this tackling dummy as a hello. I'm back, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure I'm sure Mike McCarthy will love to have him on his team rather than face him as a Viking, like he has done in the past. So, um... I, I, I think it's safe to say he's had, he's had enough of him for over the years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but they seem to be they seem to be filling holes with good talent and reasonable money. You know, they're not spending stupid amounts of money on anybody. They're they're not giving away draft picks to get these guys in. They're, they're literally just waiting for the contract to to work itself out. They're not dealing out uh, the big dollars like they used to, which is great, I think, as well. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. All right, give me your next guy, Paul. Um, okay, I, I'm kind of tempted to go offense this time, but I think I will save that one to last. But... The next one I'm going to say is, what it is, fucking uh, Darian Thompson. Ah, yeah. Um, Who is now, because he looks as though he might be pushing Ha-Ha Clinton Dix out of the starting room. With the, the way Ha-Ha, apart from today, um, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Recently, Ha-Ha has been way off the radar and there's even people commenting how quiet he is. So what what is it with yeah. Darren Thompson that's impressing you so far? Seems to be doing all, it just seems to be doing all the basics correctly now. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of like so get, get into the right position, hitting the right like just making sure that she's literally just doing his job pretty much. Like I like I don't know like secrets I'm again I'm more of a defensive lineman like type of guy but when it comes to but for what a corner or safety net as long as they're in the right coverage, they're reading the plays right and getting into the right positions and not um leaving um enough gap space for any like in case like a runner or a right receiver has enough room to kind of cut inside or cut outside whatever. As long as they can close the gap on him, and he seems to be doing all that right now. Yeah, yeah, I like it. All right, well, here's one for you that's going slightly under the radar, um, but I've read and heard it uh, quite a few times now. Is a guy with all the O line issues we're having who's standing out is Adam Redman. Um, he's actually quietly getting it done. Believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, Dave Hellman's uh, reported about that a few times. Like yeah. Adam Redmond, Adam Redmond. So, but yeah, it, it's a, it's a cheeky <laughs> one. I mean, he's literally at a time when we're struggling because you know we, as we reported earlier in the show with the injuries, he's and, and you know the O line we're really struggling in depth, uh, especially our quality depth, if you like. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah, and this season, I think more than anything is going to test teams' depths um, with everything that goes on. Adam Redman seems to be that little candle in the wind, if you like, who's managing to keep things together there and going, mm, OK, there's something new. Um, and that, that guy, he's just standing out at the moment. He, he, protection is slipping anyway um but that's right across the board interior and uh on the bookends so i adam redmond at the moment is seems to be the guy who's just 
managing to find a way to get it done. Um, so that's my little under the radar guy. But Jamie, uh, Jamie, Jamie isn't even here. <laughs> what the hell was that about? Jamie isn't even here. Graham, give me your next guy, mate. Let's face it, Jamie's always here. He's Come always here. Yeah, yeah, he's always, yeah, always true. here. That's true. That's true. Our, our northern boy. Right, okay. Um, I'm just. Uh, do you know what? But this one, I'm just going to highlight a little, a little scenario. Um, today, Tony Pollard ran for a 40 yard touchdown mm-hmm. with only 10 defensive players on the pitch. Mm-hmm. So somebody got chewed out for that one. Um, and I just thought, I just thought I'd bring that one up because. Um, regular listeners to the show when we did running backs I I don't think I was critical of Tony Pollard I just wanted to highlight the lack of opportunity that he's going to get with three stud receivers with Zeke Elliott not to mention Blake Jarwin I just wondered how much of the ball Tony Pollard was going to see but let's face it if you can rumble for a 40 yard touchdown uh, you might see more of the ball. So I just wanted to throw t- Tony Pollard out there because he is Zeke's backup and you never know, we might see him. Um, just just wanted to give him a, a, a prop for that because uh, I, I don't think I was harsh on him. I just wanted to, to highlight, you know, in a star-studded offense, um, how often are we going to see Tony Pollard? But we definitely saw him at practice today. Yeah, I like it. All right, Paul, give me your next guy. Okay, so I promised I was going to go offense this time, so I'm going to do that. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious. I think with the big contract he got uh, before the season, uh, before camp started, yeah. late Jarwin. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's he, he's definitely, like, he's, he's just continued to, like, because he's, he's now getting the opportunities, because obviously with, without cap, well, Jason Witten no longer with us anymore. Mm-hmm. Blake's now now getting those full opportunities, and it's and it's showing that now. Like today, he he caught a forty yard game, uh, and team drills to put the offense in the red zone. Um, he's he's just showing his vertical abilities, um, a lot more. So what like, even comes to like deep threats and slat, uh, even slat like 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 short pass routes. Yeah, it it's it, it's it just becomes an hard target for Dak. And and what more can we want? Like this, this is what we keep talking about. We've got the trio. We've got CD. We've got Michael Gallup, and we've got Amari. Now that you add uh, Blake Jarrett, and don't forget our friend uh, Shannon Gross mentioned said he wants. He, he'll think it. Like I know it's a bit of. To me, I think he's just been exaggerating. But he thinks he'll go for a thousand yards as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, but but uh, but the way how things are going right now, when it comes to our. Like our, our skill players in terms of tight ends and wide receivers and that, they're, they're turning it up. They really are turning it up. Yeah. No, they, they have stepped it up lately. Um, and there's a video I, 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 or a photo, I think, that I shared uh, a couple of days ago. And it's, it's Blake Jarwin catching the ball, toe-tapping, like right on the line. And even they, they awarded him the touchdown. And a hell of a play. Athletic, high pointing, bringing the ball down, knowing instinctively where to be and where his feet was. Tap both feet down. It was an impressive play. Um, but, you know, this is stuff that we, we saw. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and just to add on top of that, and uh, our, our friend, uh, uh, Cowboy Dale, yeah. uh, 
think thinks he's going to be the fantasy draft, fantasy pick that everyone's going to sleep on. And I totally agree. I agree with that one hundred percent. I think he will be one of one of those tight ends. that's going to be really high score when it comes to fantasy football now. Yeah, you wonder if you see Blake Jarwin as the tree that's been growing in Jason Witten's shadow. And now that the yeah. shadow's gone, does the tree blossom and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, he's got a brand new contract, so let's see it. You know, if he can, if he can turn it up, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, so, but yeah, but so far since he signed the contract, he's, he's, it's, it's getting. What I can even say it's like it, the expectations are getting met from the coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and I'll go with my last guy. Now, I was going to say uh, Jalen Smith because um, he's um, been getting it done, believe it or not, rather than doing this whole um, freelancing, if you like, which is what he did last year. You know, he seems to be yeah. doing it, what he's been told. He's doing his coverage. So that, I think, is what's going to spur him on this year is rather than doing this sort of freelancing that he was doing actually sticking to his assignment doing that which is no, fine he was doing two jo- he was doing two jobs pretty much last and, season and that too yeah 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 um but i'm gonna go for somebody people just keep overlooking and not because like he's doing amazing but i'm gonna say dak prescott purely because at the moment he's showing that with all the issues going on and all, all, all the trouble and what have you he's just being a, a professional about it and going into work yeah practicing doing what he needs to do not complaining not causing a fuss trying to keep it all together bear in mind like there's a lot going on this year that's distracting and he's just keeping it and just practicing doing his job and doing exactly like people will say oh he's thrown another interception again and all of this you can bear in mind a it's practice b there's a lot of distraction going on and c They're trying to, he's trying to do the best he can in a situation that's very, very difficult. You know, camp this yeah. year is just yeah. a totally different beast uh, than what it is from other years. And not just that, it's the, it's the media obligations for be, being the quarterback. It's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the media obligation being the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. It just comes, comes with so much pressure anyway. Yeah. And not just that, it's like, it's like you just said there, like with the whole, whole contract agreement stuff and like, uh, and thank God he got rid of that bloody agent. Thank God, because that to me he was the biggest problem with the whole lot. It wasn't so much pressure because just like if anyone doesn't know, like, and correct me if I'm wrong here, boys, the player doesn't actually negotiate the contract. It's the yeah. agent that does it. Yeah, regardless. Yeah. Then, then, either so, then, so, then, so go on, sorry. So if anyone was being greedy, it was the bloody agent. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I under, sure. under the rules. The, the, the team cannot talk to Dak about his contract. They're not allowed to. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That's some amount of power given to somebody that's never played the game before. Mm. You know, but just to, just to go back on what we're saying about Dak, we, we've mentioned um, interceptions from Diggs, from Awuzi and so on. Mm-hmm. Dak will be yep. testing his receivers right now. So he'll be, he'll be stretching the ball a little yep. bit more. He'll be He'll be going for the deeper ball. Can he do this? Will he cut back if I do this? Can I stretch him a little bit more? He'll be finding out what he has, you know. Because if if he mm-hmm. throws if he throws darts every time and it's you know it gets to the 
the safe passes and all that kind of stuff, th- he won't learn. He won't learn about his guys. His guys won't be pushed that little bit more. Far easier to throw an interception at the, the star when it doesn't really matter. Don't be throwing the interceptions against the Eagles, obviously, but make your mistakes now. And he's only, he's only just finding out about his guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's it. Like people take the whole aspect of what when you make mistakes at training at the training camp and practice and stuff like that is a absolute negative. Listen, like if you make a mistake, the whole point is next play, don't do it again. That's the whole mentality when it comes to playing football. If you made a mistake, like depending on what type of player you are, like sometimes you would get you get dropped and someone will take your place. Then you get the opportunity to go back in, and then you know it's like I, I can't make this mistake again. They will learn from that. They'll progress and become a better player for it. Yeah, that's just that's how, that's, yeah. how, that's the whole mentality when it comes to football. And it's from my understanding, it's not the exact playbook as last year. Oh, there will oh, be my no, McCarthy no, tweaks no, in there. No, so. yeah, yeah, different, completely different. different. Uh, and different verbiage, different um, calls, yeah. different signs. Bear in mind, different this don't forget the snap count is going to be different. Is everything will be different? You know, I know it's still Callum Moore, but Callum Moore's got to implement what McCarthy wants. McCarthy to wants. Do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll briefly move on to some recent successes that have happened. Um, so you've had Haha Clinton Dix, who has stepped it up a little bit today, um, making some plays. Uh, Bradley and I, as you've already uh, mentioned, Paul, he's been coming on. Dalton Schultz, yep. believe it or not, has been making plays. Um, That's the other one. That's the other one. You can't forget him. Uh, and we're talking about how bad the Cowboys were in the red zone last year and at the goal line. Here's a guy that if you're going 12-man personnel and if, if he's coming along nicely, there's another target. There's another place you've got to look. Um, yep. So th- if he is coming on, which he is at camp, which they're mentioning, um, well, <laughs> there you go. You know, Team 40 Burgers just taking another tick. So, uh, yeah, there's that. And, of course, without uh, we can't go any further without saying another guy who's coming along nicely is Neville Gallimore. Um, so he's been getting it done as well. Yeah, we know you like that one. And then uh, I just want to make a note of some guys who are, are quietly getting it done. So they are doing what they're supposed to be doing, just basically doing their job. Um, not huge reports coming out, but they're getting it done. So that's uh, a, at the moment, mind you, this is great, is two wide receivers. Uh, so you've got Cedric Wilson and Brown, both uh, battling for that fourth wide receiver spot. Um, but it's really who's going to be fourth, who's going to be fifth. I think it's going to be Cedric Wilson and then Brown is going to be the fifth wide receiver, but used on special teams. Those pitchers both quietly getting it done. Um, so that's great. Francis Bernard, he was quietly getting it done to begin with. He seems to have gone off the boil lately. Um, I don't know if it's just he's not getting chances or reps. I don't know, but I, he's definitely a different type of linebacker that we already currently have. He's yes. definitely more of a coverage. He's, he's definitely a coverage type of linebacker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. I agree with you on that one. And then another guy as well, another rookie, is Reggie Robinson. He's been quietly yeah. getting it done, just plodding along nicely. Um, and that's great news to hear. So, uh, we want more, guys. So, let's move on to we want more so we can get on to our final subject, which is going to be controversial. Um, we want more. So, 
Graham, who do you want or what do you want to see more in the second half of camp? I want yep. more consistency on offensive line. Mm, offensive you know, I, I, want, I want them to go with a five. Our, our, our tackle situation worries me no end. Um, I want I want more consistency. I want reps for um, Smith and Collins. Dak. <laughs> I mean, they won't be saying that out loud in the press. There's a there's a photo in DallasCowboys.com, and the <laughs> the two DNs are about a foot and a half away from Dak, and you can see them both. They've beaten their they've beaten their man, and it's a question of who gets the Dak first. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's one thing that's gonna uh, be the fly in the ointment of this offense, it's gonna be that offensive line. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's. I mean, already we've seen Smith go down with a with an injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, I mean, Rich will. He he'll hear me. You know, he he doesn't even have to watch this. He'll know exactly what I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, it's it's a worry. It's a worry. I mean, the good news is the positive news, if you like, uh, about that is both Tyron and uh, Lyle were both at practice today. They uh, did some team and individual they drills. Yeah. yeah, they were. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's some positive um, news coming out. Um, the coaching staff has said as well that Tyrone will be ready to go week one, um, or is it Lyle? Lyle's ready to go week one. Tyrone was still waiting on some news uh, on that situation. So that that's some positive news. It's, it's a step in the right direction. It is, but all yeah. off season with with uh, me in particular. I've claimed he's not a 16-game player anymore, and we haven't. Yeah, I, even think, got I think to... we all, we all, I think we all agree on that one. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I think we'll be very lucky if we even get 16. Very lucky. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, give me then, Paul, while you're on the line, then, uh, and you're talking. Who do you want to see more of? Um. Well, I kind of want to extend. Uh, what Graham's saying about the O line there uh, as well. Like I just kind of feel as though we do need more of that consistency and yeah. And and obviously with the guys that have just came into the team like like Tyler Bayadish, how do you it? Like he has done a good job, but but as you know, but when you when you like it was the same when Connor Williams just came into the league, he was very undersized in comparison to the rest of the line. It yeah. just needs to add more weight. Like the technical ability can be there, but it just needs to add more weight. And he's doing the right things, but yes, still getting forced back and and he's giving Dak that uh, pressure. But mm-hmm. if I if I, I want to see anything more, I want actually, and I'm I'm gonna say I want to see more Tristan Hill. I'm gonna say it. I like it. I like it. See more and get and get that. Defensive title, especially three tech, like, solidified. I wanted, like, like I, I, I really want to eat that humble pie because I criticised him really, really badly last year, <laughs> and if he can come back and just tear it up, yeah, I'll, I'll eat that humble pie, whatever it is. In fact, I actually don't like you. I actually give that option. <laughs> I might just choose to find myself just to be in the safe side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so... 
and then I think for me, coming into the second half of camp, uh, it's going to be safety play. Just want to see those safeties step it up. If we see that, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Go on, sorry. No, that, that's a good point actually, because like we're, we're hearing quite a lot with with Degs and like a uh, uh, like Cheeto and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, but we're not really like we are hearing much about like like Darren Thompson, but it's very quiet. And yeah, it's kind of like taking like that potential starting role from Ha right now. Yeah. But but we're not hearing big plays or anything. Like, we're just hearing like they're doing the right things mm. type of thing. There's no been any like key plays. It's been oh like he made a great tackle, made a like he made the wide receiver drop the ball and like like. Or was a pick six or whatever. We're not really hearing anything in regards to that. So, just we just need, like you said, we just need something more to elevate this the safeties as well. Yeah, I, at the moment, the way I see it is the weakness of this team still, <laughs> after many, many, many years, uh, the weakness of this team is still the safeties. I can see where you're leading on to this now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, let's move on then uh, and wrap up the show because uh, this could take a while. As you can see in our content, the next bit is the Earl. The Earl of Thomas. <sighs> yeah, that's this... just... uh... Go on, Paul. Go on. Because uh... we were just talking about safeties and I just knew how we were... It was just how we broke into that next topic there. I just knew it. Yeah, it's a nice <laughs> little segue, mate. It's all yeah. about segues. Um, now... I don't know about you. There's a lot of controversy on this subject. It, whichever yeah. way you go, right? Whether you say yes, sign him or no, sign him, you're wrong. <laughs> and it's just one of them things where we just—it's ines- inescapable, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, explain that to me, though. Like, what do you mean by that? That—that that it's so split down the middle with Cowboys fans that if you say, yes, we should sign Earl Thomas, like half of Cowboys Nation will be like, no, you're mad. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, like people are just being, they're not uh, being logical in their thought decision and there's people that just like, actually are saying no because of X, Y, Z. Yeah, just yeah. The, the, the decision, yeah, okay. the decision between the fans is split. Not just the fans, even like reporters. Reporters are completely split on it. You ask, you got to, you know, in Cowboys, um, DallasCowboys.com, half of the, the staff there will go, I think we should sign Earl Thomas. The other half are going to turn around and go, uh uh-uh. uh. See, I'm 50 50. Well, I'm even splitting my decision. Exactly. But I'm thinking, but. I mean. Because the reason I'm saying that is because. If we do have, like, the reason I'm saying that is, like, if we do have Earl Thomas in the team, yes, it's going to make a big, huge difference uh-huh. in terms of filling up that, that position of speed safety. But at the same time, is is he just going to be there for selling jerseys or be there for a media giver? Because that's all I can see it really being, more than anything. Like, like I know it sounds about, you know, because you know, it, it's more of a, a, a money thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's the money thing. I think what the issue is, is like you you'd have to go all the way back to um, the golden era of Dallas Cowboys to say when we last had a, a a top safety, a top rated safety. That's a long, long time ago. Um, 
and since then it's just been sort of just trying to fiddle around and plug and play and see what we can do and we're still here right and i think the the way the, the, what the cowboys are trying to do is weigh up the option is is earl a top 10 safety and if he is is he worth what the trouble brings to um, to that locker room? Because bear in mind, we've we, it, we, it's only it's only very very recently. Don't forget, it was only recently we were in this situation, and we were in this situation with Greg Hardy, and we're still feeling the echo of that now. That Greg Hardy, when he was on the Cowboys' defense, you could argue he was the best defensive player on our team, but he brought the locker room issues with him. Is Earl Thomas just volume two of that problem? Not to that extent, I don't think. Maybe not to not that to extent, that. yeah. Uh, but you sim- sim- what I'm trying to say is it's a similar sort of situation, you know? Like, it's, it's kind of weird, though. Like, this kind of goes back to that particular game when Earl Thomas was still playing for Seattle. Mm-hmm. It goes to the Dallas side. It goes to the Miller like, club section where you go through and starts, like, talking to Jason Witten at just outside the Cowboys locker room, like that. come and get me, come and get me. Like, I'm sorry, but he had an opportunity to sing for us. He had the opportunity last year, right? Mm-hmm. right? And and he chose for the bigger money. That to me, like, I'm sorry, but I'm all about sticking by your word type of thing. And this is this is the sign of me, like, this is the sign of me, I don't want to sign him because he turned us down before. Like I'm just, I've got a bad grudge about it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Earl. You've had your chance. You can royally go away. I'm not going to swear. There's because it's live, but, but, but that's that, that to me really, it really annoyed me because he's like,
this this punch it was initiated on the practice field as far as we're aware how yeah. many punches get thrown up and down the league oh yeah, yeah. So, and this this one's been highlighted this one's been highlighted simply because they cut them they got rid of them didn't even try to trade them right they've given up all that all that dead money in the cap right they're not going to get rid of him if he's a top talent they i think they've i think they've seen an opportunity because one john harbour doesn't give up talent he's, he had such a big deal um as, as far as i'm aware his agent's phone isn't off the hook you know like why why hasn't there been so many phone calls from other teams yeah this was going to um, be my i just point. I, I, I don't see why I don't see why the the Ravens would give up talent in the middle of um, in the middle of preseason when they don't know their. They, they, let's face it; nobody knows who their strongest starters are right now. They're, it's going to take a little bit more time to work that out. Mm-hmm. So I don't see why the Ravens would give up a talented player. I mean, is it is it the stage where he's he's lost a step? Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I, I can't see why they would give up a talent like that for one for one punch. I mean, if he if he'd gone into the guys if he'd gone to the guys' locker room or if he'd gone to the guys' room at night and knocked <laughs> out two front teeth or whatever like that. But this was on the practice field. Like Paul will tell you, you you have your scuff. Ten minutes later, you, you'd forgotten what the scuff was all about. Yeah, yeah. It's the football mentality. Like it's, it's, it's what you just kind of said there. It's like, so there's been times where when I've played like in the UK leagues and I've wanted to like batter the living crap out of my, one of my teammates because they put me such a downer. Like they keep getting it. Like kept, I keep getting blocked or uh, when I played O line, I kept getting bull rushed or whatever and that. And it got to the point I just couldn't take it anymore and I tried go for them just to like let out the the frustration out pretty much. But, but within 10 minutes, you're perfectly fine. You hug it out, you're perfectly fine. But this, it, there's a lot, there's definitely a lot more to it. If that's like, from based on what the reports are saying, there's something that's not being mentioned here, my personal opinion. Well, I mean, like, what you got to look at is one of the points Graham was making that you, you kind of jumped, uh, jumped the gun on one of the points I had was number, the first one is that the Reigns have got to chew up dead money on this, right? Are on yeah, yeah. and what you got to remember is they are frugal with the the uh, cap room. They they've always been that way, and they'll sign. They they they're one of the main teams that will go out and sign their players early to get the best deal on the contract for their players. They do it all the time, and yet suddenly yeah, uh, they've, they've just always been. Uh, well, well, what's the best? What's the best? What's the best word for them? Tight, like tight fisted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just try and get the, the, the best deal all the time. They do it, and then for this team to cut them, and before they cut him, they had like the leadership committee come in and say, like, look, this is the, we we got an issue here. What do you think? And apparently, the leadership committee, when they were all talking, were all hands down, just like, yeah, cut him. It was just that simple and then instantly he was gone and then like graham was saying since he's gone it's not like 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 people are saying oh yeah we got to sign him we got to sign him like i actually think that by not signing him right now 
I think the Cowboys have been very clever. Jerry's been quite clever. That nobody's signing him. So there's obviously a, a, an issue somewhere because teams aren't going out to get this supposed star safety. But what if the Cowboys are just doing a bit of due diligence here and going, just wait, let's see what happens. Because if you get him cheap enough because nobody will sign him, why not? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm just, just, I'm... There's too many red flags. Too many red flags for is me. Is the issue? Is the uh, issue? If he was it, if he was a serious talent for a Baltimore Ravens team that always has a top-ranked defense, that's they live off defense and they run the ball and they have serviceable wide receivers. You would not jeopardize the cornerstone of your team on the eve of the season mm. if you had good reason to. Like there, there's. I, I think it comes down to a serious drop in talent. And they've 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 seen the punch and they thought here's an opportunity because they've again they've ate all that dead money. Nobody came in with a trade offer. You see you see punches on the field all the time. There's much more to this than the Ravens are letting on. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I don't think we'll fully know the full story about what the no. the punch or the fight is. I, there's more yeah, to absolutely. it and and why they. Don't... Don't, don't forget, don't forget, he actually got into an altercation with a defensive lineman last year as well, mm-hmm. Brandon Williams. And and don't forget as well that there was an issue with Earl with his wife in the off season, where she she mm-hmm. she pulled yeah. a gun out, pulled a gun out on him, you know. So mm-hmm. I know that yeah. that you could turn around and say, you know, that wasn't Earl's fault, but they're the sort of things that the league look at and go, ooh, really, what? <laughs> But, but the thing yeah. is, even though it might not be his fault, but that stuff can still play a mental part in that's, that player's mind. That's what I mean. Yeah, you know, they're the sort of things that 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 make. They not, think... Like, like they will be at practice, but they're not actually at practice. Hmm. Like, because that's still in the, that, that could be in the, still in the back of our minds saying, yeah. "Oh, I don't want to go home." Blah blah blah, blah and, and it affects their performance. So yeah. there's that aspect of it as well. Yeah, and just to add another financial aspect to. Some of the listeners might not know, but the Cowboys restructured Tyron Smith's contract, so there is cap room mm. for this season. It's not like they're having to to jig and, and move things around and and you know to get an Errol Thomas contract in there. There is cap space, yeah, so yeah. that's that's not an issue. Yeah. So something I else. Think is... to, I think they're trying to do that for Dak. If I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That, so that would be one. No. It, it, and not, not to mention as well, there was the injury concern. Like, obviously, we were talking about, like, so when Earl Thomas gave the middle finger to the sideline, that was when the, 